following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Welcome to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. I am Joe and I am your host every Tuesday evening right here on WNRI 99.9 on the FM dial, 1380 AM. And of course, Facebook Live if we're Facebook friends. If we're not and you want to watch the show on Facebook, just reach out and friend me and I will um, I'll accept your friendship so you can watch the show live. A little bit, a little bit about me. I'm a Realtor, work at Remax Preferred in North Providence. We also have offices in Smithfield, North Smithfield, and a Cumberland and a branch in Pawtucket. Um, and I'm licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts and work with buyers and sellers of residential and commercial real estate. Uh, I've been in the business uh, a long time. I've been a realtor since 2006, which is going to seem like a real long time because tonight we have an awesome guest that we're going to introduce in a bit who is was probably still in school, grade school almost, when uh, I became a realtor. Um, but she's an awesome realtor. She has a fantastic story. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, her name is Isabel Mota, and she is um, she works at Engel & Volkers with uh, my good buddy, Emilio Dispirito. New, this is a new company, new brokerage, first one in Rhode Island. And um, they've got a great story. They've got a great leader in Emilio Despirito, who also has his real estate show. I've been on his show. He's been on this show before. And we're going to have him come on here again at some point to talk to you guys about his company and why he made the jump uh, to start his own brokerage, which is a big step. Because when you are a broker, the designated realtor for an office, you are responsible for all of the realtors in your office. So it's, it's a big deal, you know, to, to be a broker and have your own company. So um, I want to do a quick shout out to my awesome partner, Don Morano, who just tuned in on Facebook Live. Hello, Don. Thanks for tuning in. Don and I just had a closing today, a very challenging transaction. We'll talk a little bit about that uh, later on. But it, we did get a close. And one of the reasons we got a close is because we were working with, guess what, folks, a local lender. Not one of those national lenders. If we had a national lender involved, this never would have closed. But we'll talk about that later in the show, and we'll get Isabel's input on that. Uh, without further ado, I want to introduce Isabel. Hello, Isabel. Say hello to everyone. Hi. How are you guys? We are. Everyone is awesome. They're always <laughs> awesome on the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. Tell us a little bit about um, you know who your clients are, what you like to do for business, and whatnot. Yeah. So I. Um I work with residential um, real estate, so I do um, buyers and sellers, and I specialize with um, new construction and luxury and all the in-between, so, yeah. Excellent. Now, you've been a realtor for a few years, and, you know, just for everyone who, well, none of you know, because I haven't said it before, we met a couple of weeks ago at a fundraising function um, at a restaurant in... Cranston called the Thirsty Beaver, and this was uh, it was a great event, but it was 
even greater because I got to meet Isabel. And Isabel told me her story. You know, you do the chit-chat. Oh, how did you get in the business and whatnot? And Isabel, she is like a case study for how to perfectly become a homeowner. Um, she started young. And she did this. She realized it made the realization on her home that, on her own that she should be a homeowner. Tell our listeners a little bit about that, please, Isabel. Yeah, so um, I was pretty young. I was about 18 when I first started realizing that I didn't want to do what was typical, which was go in the dorm. Uh, so I was in college at the time, so I was living in a dorm, mm -hmm. and it was not fun at all. And... You know, I was thinking to myself, why would I live in a, like, 10-foot square dorm and just be miserable and when I could be spending the same amount on an apartment? And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to get an apartment. And I signed that a few days before my 19th birthday. And um, after that, I was just like, wow, apartments are not where it's at. <laughs> I was not a fan of it. I thought that yeah. I was paying way too much money. And so I started doing my research. I was like, how is it possible for me to get a house? And um, as a 19-year-old um, in college, mm -hmm. working a part-time retail job, you know, right. I was like, how would I make this work? And so I found an agent and I just decided, like, I'm just going to jump into it. Like, how can I get started? And so... I got my savings up and I got my credit score in line. And thankfully I had um, opened a credit card by, yep. I think, like my 18th birthday. Mm -hmm. And so I built my credit up um, as soon as possible. And um, the way that I could get a home was to get a co-signer. And mm -hmm. so I had my mom co-sign with me. And that was like the best thing ever because I got a beautiful home, um, something that is a lot nicer than I could have afforded by myself. Right. Um, and it's just awesome. I love the home that I got. And I signed the papers, uh, so I closed on the home when I was uh, 19. So... And, and, and no, folks, I just I want to point out because she came to this realization on her own. She was, you know, paying her rent every month. And she realized that, wait a minute, the amount of money I'm spending on rent could be going towards a mortgage. Now, she, yes, she had someone to co-sign with her. But folks... Even if, you know, you're in a different situation and you don't have someone to co-sign, having that thought, establishing that goal to be a homeowner, that's, that's the magic right there, okay? So even if you don't have someone to co-sign with you, okay, put that goal out there and start working towards getting that. Maybe you'll be able to find someone who can co-sign with you. You can buy the house together. But there are plenty of people who are in the exact same situation as Isabel and they're paying rent every month and you know happily paying someone else's mortgage and not their own and she did that when she was 19 and then what did you do next uh yeah so uh as we all know the market has been crazy this year so when the rates got super low um my loan advisor reached out to me and he was like it's a great time to refinance so i refinanced um a few months ago and i got uh i actually cut my rate in half and yeah. so i went from paying these astronomical rent payments to the tiniest mortgage payments ever and when i was making the transition from renting to 
buying a home, I was like, the one thing I want is to not be paying more than I paid on my rent. And I yep. think I saved $10. And I was right. like, that $10 is everything, though. Yeah. And it's like, I went from saving $10 to now, since you can refinance, which is nothing that you can do uh, with renting. Right. Um, and so I saved a couple hundred dollars mm-hmm. off of my mortgage just from... Staying in a home, which is yep. crazy. You know, and I want to point that out, folks, because if you're paying rent, you know, your rent, I will guarantee you, is not going to stay the same year after year. You know, it's probably, if it doesn't go up every year, maybe it'll go up every couple or three years. It's definitely not going to stay the same for 30 years. Now, she just refinanced, so her payment went down. If she, assuming, I don't know that rates will go much any lower than they are, but assuming they don't, she can have her housing payment remain consistent for 30 years. And you know what's fantastic? She's only 21. So by the time she's 51, she will own her house free and clear. I have a sneaky suspicion, though. She's really smart and she's ambitious and she's probably going to get bigger houses along the way because, you know, that's the way I think she is. And I I just want to, you know, point that out because, folks, it's really significant that someone so young had the... um, the drive and awareness, self-awareness, to take this step. You know, buying a home is a big deal. It's the largest financial transaction in someone's life. It's stressful and it scares a lot of people. I don't know how else to say it, but you can't be timid. You need to be able to take that step. And when you're working with a good realtor, like myself, like my partner, Don Rano, and like Isabel, because she understands how, you know, stressful, harrowing it could be, but she was able to overcome that because she knew the end goal was a big deal. And, you know, so folks, if you're listening and you're paying rent right now, if you're in Woonsocket and Cumberland and Warwick and East Greenwich, wherever you are, well, our signal doesn't go to East Greenwich, but if you're watching on Facebook, um, you really need to look into getting, taking that first step to find out if you can qualify for a mortgage. If you can't qualify right now, what would you have to do so that you could qualify at some point in the future? Is it a credit issue? Is it an income issue? If it's an income issue, jeepers, maybe you should get a second, you know, get a part-time job. You know, and then work your way up. There are things that can be done. One of the first things to do is, of course, you could always meet with a realtor like myself, Joe Luca, 401-232-4300. You can also call Isabel. Isabel, what's your number? Um, 781-361-2063. Okay. We're going to repeat that number later on, too, for Isabel. But you want to reach out to a realtor. If you just want to find out what the deal is regarding mortgages, you should call John Dolbeck at Fairway Mortgage Corporation, 401-321-4401. That's John's number, the Dolbeck team, 401-321-4401. John is very thorough. Uh, He's, you know, spot on. Dina keeps everything organized. They communicate well with everyone involved, and that's important. So if you're just starting out, and let's say you don't qualify for a mortgage today, they'll say, well, listen, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, if you do A, B, and C, we'll be able to provide you with a mortgage in 90 days and six months, whatever it might be, depending upon what you need. Now, obviously, if you need to increase your income, if you need to increase your income, then it's going to take a little bit longer to do that, okay? Um, But you definitely should make that, take that step because it 
makes a big difference, and Isabel is uh, providing testimony to that. Big shout-out to Christine McDonough-Mata, who just said hello to Isabel. I'm going to turn the camera <laughs> towards Isabel on Facebook because Christine just said hello. Is that facing you right now? Can yes. You? Okay. Uh, I don't know if she can see me. But okay. Well, that right, is so. the cosigner herself. Ah, Christine the cosigner. <laughs> yep. That's her nickname from now on. Oh, yeah. So, Christine, thank you very much for allowing Isabel to, uh, or helping her to buy a home and allowing her to come on the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. You know, um, I'm I'm very proud of your daughter, and I'm sure that you are too, because she's just, you know, she's done a lot of admirable things in a short period of time. Turn this camera around again, um, in her real estate career, you know, and it's important when you're looking to buy a home that you work with someone who can educate you about the process. Okay, so not every realtor is a homeowner, but you want to work with someone who, even if they haven't bought a home, they've helped people buy enough homes. They've gone through the process enough times. They can provide guidance. Okay? This is especially true now because inventory is so tight. There are so few houses. There are a lot more buyers. And if you're a buyer who has like a VA loan, an FHA loan, Rhode Island housing, USDA, low down payment loan, it can be challenging. It can be overwhelming, exasperating because you put offers in and you don't get them. It's important to work with a realtor who understands the realities of the market and also understands the importance of putting together an offer to make you as a buyer look as clean and as strong, financially clean, um, uh, contingency clean, and as strong as possible so that the seller will want to give you the deal. Because many times, sellers don't choose to go with the highest offer. Many times they go with an offer that's a more solid offer, a cleaner offer. So that's something that you want to, um, but you want your realtor to be able to do that for you, to help you out. Because a good realtor on the buy side or on the sell side, we're going to add value to the transaction. You know, and I know Isabel understands, I'm going to turn the camera around yeah. again towards her. Isabel understands the importance of adding value to a transaction. Mm -hmm. um, Isabel, what is probably one of the more challenging transactions that you were involved in that, you know, you were able to keep it together because you remained, you know, cool, calm, and collected and weren't running around with your hair on fire? <laughs> yeah, so there um, have been transactions where um, it seems like there's just roadblock after roadblock and it's just <clears> like <throat> things just don't want to work and... Um, Having a team behind me is something that makes it so flawless. Mm -hmm. um, I I don't know what... I don't have an instance particularly, but um, just having them to reach out to at all times um, is really awesome to be able to reach out to all these different people. And like you, uh, we were talking about having a network of people yep. behind us. Um, there was an issue that I had with a home um, with insulation, and I had to call around to a few people and... It's just, it's awesome to call around to three or five people and to hear the exact same answers yep. um, because we have such a reliable network. But um, just being able to get all these people and have their input to help save the deal. And just like you were talking about local lenders, local yeah. lenders are like a godsend. Yeah. Um, it's crazy compared to the national level. Like they save deals like it's, it's nothing. And yeah. you can call them up at any time of day and 
that's what I think is really awesome about local lenders and, mm -hmm. you know, realtors as well that are just always accessible. It's, yeah. you can call me at 10 p.m. or I wouldn't say 3 a.m. Maybe yeah. that's a little <laughs> too early, but, <laughs> you know, you can call me at any time and I will answer and give you my best input. And, you know, I think that's something that's really needed. Um, I, I know that that was stressful when I was trying to buy my home was just reaching out. I actually had a realtor that um, I kept reaching out to her and never got responses. And right. I was just like, I can either give up and not buy my house mm -hmm. or I can just go find a new realtor. And it's just yeah. like, I found someone that actually was responsive and wanted to help pursue our goal. And mm -hmm. it was just, it was awesome to have that achieved. Yeah. So, yeah. And you know, that is important, you know, having that local lender because I've I've worked I've unfortunately had bad experiences working with national lenders and these you know the national lenders these are the companies that may be like the big banks that have big names um, these may be national lenders that have a name that sounds really fast or sounds like a spaceship you know those are the ones who can be problematic because as a realtor. I need communication to know what's going on with my client. If it's the buyer, the seller's agent should not be calling the uh, lender. But when I call up for my buyer, send an email, and I don't get a response, I'm the kind of guy like, you know, today, I, I, the lender I was working with, I would send emails. I would get a response probably like maybe within an hour, sometimes an hour and a half. And, and I was very anxious, let's put it that way, to get those responses. If this were a national lender, folks, I kid you not, I would be lucky if I got a response in the same week because they're dealing with so many transactions. All my guy or my gal or my couple is, they're just another file on, in, you know, on their computer. They're just another deal, okay? Whereas the folks who are local, this means a lot to them. This means a lot to them. They, they're in the community. You know, so they don't want word getting around that they don't work hard, that they can't step up when something, because look, folks, we don't live in a perfect world. Things happen. You know, realtors are all human. Lenders are human. Appraisers are human. Home inspectors are human. Stuff happens. And you have to be able to roll with it. And then my job, Dawn's job, Isabel's job is to remain cool, calm and collected and solve the problem. Put out the burning fire without torching the deal. When you're working with local lenders, you have a much higher chance of doing that and being successful than when you're working with a uh, national company, a big bank or, an, or a national lender. You know, um, so that's, I, you know, Isabella and I feel very similarly about local lenders. You know, of course, John Dolbeck at Fairway Mortgage is the sponsor of the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. He's been the sponsor since day one, and we are in our seventh year. So John Dolbeck has been with us a long time. Um, and I like John because I, I call him, I send him a text, I get a response. He will work hard and do everything he can to help the client, to help the buyer. Um, even if it means, which has happened uh, on one occasion, where it's like, you know what, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, I don't have the right mortgage program for you, but my, my colleague at this other company does go to him. You know, that is very magnanimous of John to do that. Okay. And speaking of being magnanimous, I want to talk a little bit about where Isabel works because her broker is a buddy of mine, as I said earlier, Emilio Despirito. He's a super cool guy, um, you know, dad of a, of, a, of a 
an infant. Um, and he's a, he's a really, really good realtor. And he just started his own company. So, Isabel, tell us a little bit about your company, the name, if you know any of the history and where you are and what you guys are doing right now. Yeah, definitely. So um, we are, well, I'm a part of Engel and Volkers. Um, so I'm also a part of the Despierto team. Um, so Joe and Emilio, um, Emilio is the team leader and Joe Fazio is the uh, his business partner as well. And they opened up Engel and Volkers together, which um, I believe was uh, late January, early February. Um, so that was really awesome. So it's a global uh company we focus in luxury and um it it's an awesome company we're in i believe 34 countries um so we're all over the world mm -hmm. um and the company is just awesome um something that we the despierto team really focus on is marketing and um how to get properties seen and um we're listing focused and we also found a listing focused brokerage mm -hmm. and uh, it was just, it was awesome for Emilio to open up. So I joined the team right as they were opening up, which was a That's really great. great experience for me. Um, and now yeah. if you could yeah. compare and contrast where you are now without naming names with where you were before, because I know we talked about that and it was a big difference. Yeah. So it, it's a lot, it's a lot different. Um, I feel I've been with Emilio and my team for just a few months now and um, I was at my last brokerage for almost a year and it was, it was great being there. I just felt that I needed, um, a lot more support and that I needed, um, like a mentor and someone to help me out. And I just wasn't getting the support that I needed. So I was like, I can either get a part-time job and leave real estate altogether, or I can, you know, just try something else. You know, how many it's like an insane percentage of real estate agents quit within their first year. And it's, I one day was just like, you know, I just want to do great things. Like I love right. real estate and I want to just be able to do these things. So I found Emilio one day and I was just like, I was completely fascinated with him and his uh, ethic. And mm -hmm. I met with him a few <clears throat> times and we just completely hit it off. And it's, it's great having a team behind me and being a part of a mentorship program where I can't tell you how many times it's been 10 at night and I just yep. call with a mundane question like, how do I fill out this paperwork? And right. it's like, to just hear, no, like that's not a mundane question. Like nothing's a stupid question. Like you exactly. can call and ask about anything and I'll always be here for you. Yeah. And it's so awesome to have that support and um, even a mentorship program uh, in general. So I have the whole team as a backbone and then I mm -hmm. also have uh, my mentor Pam Hogan yep. as well and she she's awesome you know I can't thank the whole team enough as a new agent it's just I've done I've excelled so much mm -hmm. and if you asked me like last year if I wanted to come on a radio show I would be like uh, absolutely not like right. trembling in my uh, boots like uh, just so nervous and anxious and just being able to have a team that is so confident it just rubs off on you and it's just it's awesome to have a like-minded company as well. Yeah, I mean, you are definitely fortunate to be with such a great team like Emilio and the Despirito team and everything. But they're fortunate to have you because you're dedicated to the, you know, to the profession. Um, you know, I think that just as a fellow realtor, I, I, I mean, I think anyone would be proud to you know have you on their team. You do a really good job, you know. And you know, Engel and Bulkers 
Emilio's office is the only one in Rhode Island, you know, so they don't have a huge presence here. So they, Emilio, he's going to be basically kind of uh, the trailblazer for Engel and Volkers in this state and probably nearby Massachusetts, too. Um, you know, so Engel and Volkers, it's, a, it's an international company, as Isabel, as, as Isabel said. Um, and I think they were started in 1977, if my research is accurate here online, doing a quick, do the quick Google search. Um, but, you know, they skew towards higher-end luxury properties, but that's not all you guys do. You work with some regular properties as well, correct? Correct, yeah. So we really pride ourselves in working with uh, like discerning individuals. Mm-hmm. So we like working with like-minded people, um, right. people that are motivated and just willing to work together. You know, um, it's a lot of our transactions just go so smooth because we mm-hmm. work with such awesome people that it's just our clients are like friends and right. I can't tell you how many clients have become friends mm-hmm. and it's just it's awesome to have that bond and it's just really awesome um, the company is great though it's like you said Emilio is the first one uh, yeah. to open the first one in the state um, which is it's crazy he was talking about how much of an honor it was and he really just meets their values you know yeah. I think that it's an awesome fit for all of us. Yeah, I think, you know, the little bit that I know about Engel and Volkers, and um, I had looked into it prior to this to just prepare for the show as well, but, uh, you know, Emilio, he he represents them well. He's a good representative of the company because he's, you know, they, you would, they would want to have someone who can be, since it's the first office in the state, kind of like a beacon for the brand. And Emilio is a good beacon. I mean, he's a hardworking guy. He built himself up, you know, in a relatively short period of time with his team. And, you know, he, he dresses nicely. He's always, you know, um, neat and clean and professional looking. And that's a great, repre- uh, a great representation for any company, but especially a company just coming into the marketplace in Rhode Island. Um, and he's probably going to be exposed because of the... the um, Kind of that, I guess the um, what's the word I'm looking for? But you know, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for. I'm usually <laughs> not at a loss for words. But especially, you know, a company that has the heritage—that's the word I'm looking yeah. for. Uh, that Engel and Volkers does. He's going to be able to interact and network with other brokers in the company that are going to be that'll be able to learn a lot from and you know emulate like anything else. That's one of the reasons I the company I'm with, Remax, I like that going to the conferences and mm-hmm. even as a realtor going to conferences because you get to rub elbows with other great realtors from across the country from whatever brand or even if it's not even a brand if it's just an ind- individual mom and pop people who you know attend real estate conferences you know are generally people who are they value the profession. Um, they invest their time and their money to go to a conference where they can learn a lot to make themselves a better realtor for their clients. Um, so they understand that you invest in education, you invest in the travel, and it makes you a better realtor, which helps your clients. So you know you're becoming more um, well informed and. I'll bet dollars to donuts that Emilio, if he hasn't already, is going to be going to the Engel and Volkers conferences or, you know, um, events that they have uh, in the area. Because that's a great way to expand your, um, you know, your understanding of the, of the brand and of the business and et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to talk a little bit more now. So where is your office? Yes. Yeah, so our office is... Um 
being built out um, currently in East Greenwich. So mm-hmm. we're going to be right on uh, Main Street, which is okay. awesome. Um, and we are currently in our temporary office, which is in Warwick. But yeah, we're based. Uh, we're going to be right in East Greenwich. Yeah. Um, and our shop is going to. It's going to be beautiful. It's um, so they really pride themselves in looking um, having the same look so if you go to a shop in uh florida or if you go to a shop in boston or anywhere else in the world they're all going to look exactly the same and they just look pristine like they have china uh on the outside of the shops just on display and um we actually market out on the shops as well so we have um target markets that we hit so okay we'll have some homes on the outside of those but for show which is just beautiful but yeah yeah and i just i'm just you know i'm on the your website now looking at the you know the locations and you know you guys have a lot of stuff like around boston you know the, the market's over there and i you know what i also notice is you call them did you call them a store or a shop yes we a shop. shops yeah. shops so it's not like an office or a brokerage it's it's a shop something unique you know a unique way to um you know to market the brand in the store mm-hmm. um but yeah, so they have the, they they're gonna have their um, location down in East Greenwich, which if you're going to be a, a high end exclusive luxury property um, broker, that's a great or a shop, that's a great place to be. Mm-hmm. You know, so one of the things that I uh, like about Emilio and what how he runs his business is he is big into uh, you know the marketing and the social media and embraces technology. Have you um, ha- have you? participated in anything like that with Emilio like or, or, what do you guys uh, tell me a little bit about how that works if you're on if you know what that is already yeah so we between the Despirito team and um, Engel and Volkers we both do um, a lot so there's so much uh, that Engel and Volkers provides us with so we have our own um, like it's called Edge. Um, mm-hmm. So when we list a home, it gets sent out to, instead of just like the MLS and Zillow and all those other websites, um, it gets sent out globally. Um, so that's like an exclusive network that Engel & Volkers uses, which yep. is really awesome for um, just our clients in general. You know, mm-hmm. you list a home in Rhode Island and it's getting seen all over the world. and. Right. A lot of other places can't do that, so it's it's really exclusive, um, which is what they pride themselves in as well. Um, and between other technology and stuff, we we love going on like Facebook Lives and mm-hmm. doing our Instagram Lives and um, just interacting with social media. I think it's one of the most powerful things. Yeah, um, I agree. Like Facebook Live, you know, you yeah. can record this and it's you can save it, and it, it's so many people see it. It's awesome. Yep. Exactly. Now, tell let's talk a little bit about you, Isabel, and like your business. How what are Give our listeners and our Facebook viewers a little bit of an insight as to some things that you do for your clients that kind of, you know, help make you who you are and, you know, a little bit different. Yeah. So for a um, little bit vague, but yeah. <laughs> um, for my clients, I like to um, just always be there for them and do things like keeping them like just posted and um and I would imagine, let me just fill in here, because yeah. based on the conversation, I threw a curveball at you, you know, <laughs> but I didn't mean to do that. But you, you know, it seems like you're, you're very, okay, 50 cent word here, loquacious. You know, you enjoy talking and communicating um, with folks, which is, I think, one of the most important things when you're a realtor, because people need to know, you know, what you do. And everybody wants to know, how's the market? 
Mm-hmm. Have you encountered that at all when people find out you're a realtor? Yeah, yeah. So that's like, especially right now, it's like yeah. instead of how's the market, it's oh the market's crazy and right. it's a, the worst time to buy and right. or you know you hear all of it and it's you definitely gotta <laughs> yeah. You have to be on your game and, and know. And, I, you know, we had a guest on the show a month or so ago, um, uh, Don Miller from Nations, uh, Nations Lending. And he had pointed something out. You know, people say, well, I'm going to wait for the market, you know, to crash or dip. And he has this little formula where it's like, okay, if you're looking at a house today that's $400,000 and interest rates are 2.875, um, this is what your payment's going to be. So... And this is how much money you're going to pay for that house over the course of the mortgage. If you wait a year and rates go up a half a point, which is what they did from last year to this year when they dropped a half a point. So let's say they do the opposite of that. And let's say housing prices drop the same amount they increased from last year. So housing prices drop 20000 bucks. Interest rates go up a half a point. When you do the math, and you look at how much more you're going to pay for a house that costs $20,000 less, it makes sense to buy the house now. That's one example. And then another one that, that I like to talk about is how 20 years ago, the median price of a single-family home was 174000 bucks. Today, it's double that. But why is it then that today, um, um, the um, homeowner's mortgage payment is 4% lower on a house that's twice ex- twice as expensive today than it was 20 years ago because interest rates are so much lower, one. And two, wages have gone up as well. But the key thing is interest rates are lower. That makes a big difference. So it, you're always better off buying a house when rates are low and prices are high than when prices are low and rates are high. You know, so it this is still a really good time. And a lot of people realize that that's why there are so many buyers out there. You know, um, one of the challenges that I have is keeping my buyers motivated when they look at, you know, 36 houses and put five offers in and they don't, you know, get an offer accepted. You know, um, have you experienced anything like that? Yeah, it's it's challenging. And I mean, um, it's definitely tricky to want them to keep the motivation up, like you were saying, um, right. and keep them looking at these houses. But as you were saying earlier, you know, it's not about the highest offer. It's about the most attractive offer and right. about learning what your client needs in order to, and what the seller needs. You know, you have to take them into consideration too, when you're putting in an offer, right. um, what, what is, what are they looking for? You know, and like, um, just ask the other agent, like what, ask the listing agent, like, what are you guys looking for? Like if right. they're not trying to move out until a couple months, mm-hmm. like your offer is going to look a lot more attractive if you put your closing date for a few months out and yeah. they feel a lot less rushed. So it's, it helps them want to keep looking, you know, when you remind them that it's not always just the highest and best and that they right. your house will come along and, you mm-hmm. know, I know it's discouraging, but houses come on every day and that's right. We're, we are slowly, <laughs> very yeah. slowly getting more. Exactly. Inventory. Exactly. That's what I tell my clients too. It's like, yep. look, and actually one of them, um, uh, you know, he has been observing that too. He's like, yeah, it seems like, you know, every week a couple more houses are coming on the market than the week before. And it's true. I mean, it's spring market's not here yet, but it's coming, you know, so people are starting to put their houses on the market and, you know, they're going relatively quickly. Um, I want to do a quick shout out to my buddy, Ron Marcos, who tuned in on Facebook Live. Hello, Ron. Thanks for tuning in. Um, and 
you know, I tell my clients, you know, if you're looking to buy a house, this is your part-time job, finding a house. And it, they should want to do it because it is such a big step. And, you know, let somebody else overpay for a house. That's what I tell them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, somebody else may really want it and they'll pay that extra $20,000 for the house, assuming it appraises. Exactly. But that's the other thing, you know, if it appraises at 20000 higher, did the listing agent do their job? You know, that's, that's one of the things that, that a question that I ask folks, because, you know, as, as a realtor, one of the things we should be able to do is establish within five or 10 points, what fair market value is. And if you put a house on the market for 285 and ends up selling for 320, I don't know, that's a, that's a big swing. That's a big swing. So, um, and then it has to appraise for that. That's the key thing, folks. It has to appraise. Unless someone's paying cash, the bank is not going to want to provide a mortgage on a house that doesn't appraise, that appraises for less than the sales price on the purchase agreement. You know, so you need to think about that when you're buying. If you're, wor- if you're buying, you should be working with a realtor uh, because the listing agent is looking out for the seller's best interests, not the buyer's. You know, um, have you ever had any, I think all realtors have, have you ever lost a client because like, oh no, I only want to deal with the listing agent. I haven't actually. So maybe because I'm too new. (laughs) Maybe, you know, I've had, I've, I've, you know, had people call up or they respond to something on my Facebook or my website and then they'll ask questions and I'll provide them with answers and they'll think, oh, well, I only want to work with the seller's agent, the listing agent. I'm like, well, don't you want to have someone look out for your interest? No, I'm all set. And I'm like, all right, fine. You know, like I'm it's not, free. Yeah, exactly. It's free. I have bought and sold, helped people buy and sell many, many houses that you could benefit from that experience as a another as another buyer. But you know, I'm not going to force someone, you know, to <clears throat> to use me or any realtor. It's if, go ahead, do what you want. <laughs> you know, folks, you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI. Excuse me for coughing. <coughs> um. We are here every Tuesday night from 6 to 7 o'clock on 99.9 FM, 1380 on the AM dial. We're also on Facebook Live and WNRI.com. I want to thank my partner, Don Morano, for tuning in on Facebook Live. And we have our very special guest here tonight, Isabel uh, Mata or Mota, um, depending on how you want to accent it. Um, she is uh, a realtor with Engel and Volkers, and she's on the Dispirito team, my buddy Emilio Dispirito. And if you're just tuning in, Isabel and I met up two or three weeks ago, and she's a young realtor, very dynamic, and she became a homeowner at the age of 19 when she recognized that she was paying so much money in rent, she could buy a house and have a lower mortgage payment, okay? She'd worked hard, saved her money, was working, I think, what did you, it's retail, mm-hmm, she's going yeah. to college, you know, she had a lot going on, so it wasn't like this was easy for her to accomplish this, but... The best things in life, folks, are not easy. That's why most people don't, you know, the people who don't work hard don't achieve success. Very few people achieve success without working hard. And here's someone who's 19 years old when most of her friends are probably out, you know, partying and, you know, doing everything else. She has the, the drive and the ambition to be successful. And becoming a homeowner... You know, the American dream, that's one of the first things you can do to become successful and start developing net worth. Because now what happens with Isabel, every time she makes a mortgage payment, she's getting a little bit more net worth, a little bit more net worth. And she bought her house two years ago. And have you done comps on your house recently? 
<laughs> um, so I just had an appraisal okay. when I refinanced. So, um, how much more is it worth now than when you bought it? Eighteen percent. Eighteen percent. So, you know, folks, think about this for a minute. If she, for every dollar she put down, she got an eighteen percent or nine percent per year increase in value, and it's actually more than that because. You're, you know, when you're buying a home, you use leverage. So the smaller your deposit is, the more you're leveraging. So if you put $10,000 down and you're getting an 18% return on, let's keep it simple, a $100,000 house, it's really much more than that because that means that house went from 100000 to 118000 in my example. So you get an $18,000 increase in value on a $10,000 investment. Okay. Now, we're not going to get into Isabel's personal situation or how she bought the house or anything like that. But I guarantee you she used leverage and the amount of money that she put down as a deposit, she leveraged that to get much more than an 18% increase in value over 24 months, more or less. That's one of the magical things about home ownership. She lowered her payment by refinancing. Okay. So, folks, these are the things you can do when you buy a home. You know, when you buy a home, too, you know, you're more likely to do things to add value to the home. To, you want to maintain it. You want to keep it clean. You want it to be looking good. When you have an apartment or you're renting a home, it's like, well, let the landlord do that. So you're not going to do anything because it's not your property, understandably. But when you live in a house, it's like, oh, I want to plant these flowers in the front. I want to mow the lawn. I want to edge. So it looks nice. Well, little things like that add value. They add curb appeal. You know, when you have a house appraised, the first thing the appraiser does is they look at it from the outside. <coughs> so, those little things make a difference. What, have you done anything to your house to kind of uh, personalize it or add any value or increase curb appeal? Yeah, um, curb appeal. Uh, <laughs> I think one of the first things we did, there's this ugly, yep. <laughs> ugly Japanese maple tree that was coming over my front steps and into my door. Yep. And I think it was the springtime. It was like the first nice day. Uh-huh. Uh, me and my boyfriend, we looked at that tree and we were like, that's coming out. Yep. That is just getting ripped out. And uh, we completely redid the entire front yard. So yeah. um, we took the tree out and then uh, planted a bunch of new flowers and added some rhododendrons and all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. So, and like you were saying, and like, it's fun. Like, um, I remember being in an apartment, like I just wanted so hard, uh, to garden and it's like, I was trying so hard to garden on a fifth floor balcony. that's right. like too tiny. Yeah. And my, fl some flowers got like six inches cause there was no room to grow. Yep. And it was just, uh, it's so nice being able to actually put that stuff in like, um, I have a sunroom now. So mm -hmm. just being able to like have the plants inside and like yeah. being able to still get the, uh, sun and stuff without getting attacked by bugs and yep. it's nice it's little perks like that like yeah. just um, being able to garden and have a dog like that was another thing um, as soon as that's I got right. a house I got two dogs so. yeah and now folks that's something else you know in addition to when you're renting your rent's gonna go up every year every two years when you own you can have a pet if it's a dog, a cat, a bird, a potbelly pig, you can have whatever you want because it's a home. When you rent, more and more landlords are not allowing pets because people have abused the privilege of having a pet. And they either let the dogs bark, bark, bark. 
They don't pick up after them in the yard. They don't take care of the cats and the cats, you know, trash the carpets or um, whatever it might be. So landlords are like, you know what, I'm avoiding this big hassle, no pets. When you have a pet or want to have a pet and you own a home, you can do whatever you want. So that's another benefit, you know, and pets, you have two dogs. So it's like, you know, they really, they, they help lower blood pressure. They increase your quality of life. These are all things that are important. And, you know, Isabel just said one of the first things she did was her and her boyfriend went and did yard work. You know, they got rid of that tree, planted some flowers, some rhododendrons. Physical activity, something they can do together. You increase the bond. You're adding value to the property, increasing the attractiveness of the property. And, you know, these are all positive things, that none of which would happen if you were living in an apartment or a rental, you know, a home that's for rent. You know, um, so I, again, I keep saying, you know, kudos. I'm, it's just so awesome. I mean, um, you know, I have a 16 year old daughter and hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll be able to set her up. So when she's 19, she can buy a home, you know, if wherever she is, if she's local, hopefully um, <laughs> she'll be able to do that. But, um, you know, it, because this is something that is going to set you up for the rest of your life. And it's so impressive. More of my listeners and viewers on Facebook should be doing this, starting it early. If you, have, if you didn't do it already and you're 40, 50, 60, it's not too late. You can still do it now. Even if you're 60, yes, you're going to get a 30-year mortgage. Okay, but still, pay something, develop your own equity, increase your own net worth, and not the landlord's. Okay? So, folks, I want to do a quick shout-out to our other sponsors, of course, John Dolbeck from Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, 401-321-4401. He's our go-to lender. John does a fantastic job for all of our clients. Uh, the closing attorney that we use is Anthony Betancourt at Beacon Title and Escrow. He is the managing partner. Uh, Rich Nicholson is the uh, attorney partner. Uh, they have a group of attorneys that work there as well. And why I like to work with Anthony is, you know, Isabel and I are big on education. What Anthony does is he educates the client. We had a closing there today, and my client, the buyer, he was like, you know, he, he, his first house. He didn't know what was going to happen at the closing table. Um, and he said, uh, you know, these forms, is someone going to show me or tell me about these forms and, and, you know, what they mean? I said, yeah, don't worry about it. I said, Anthony will do that because that's the way he is. And he explains everything. He's not like one of these closing attorneys or these closing companies that just says, okay, here, sign here, initial here, sign here. Yep. And then sign here and initial here. And then, yeah, this page does that. Anthony explains everything, points everything out. So Anthony Betancourt, Beacon Title and Escrow, they do a fantastic job uh, taking care of our clients, educating our buyers and sellers, our buyers and sellers about the home purchase and sale process. And then, of course, G. Metz Moving and Storage. George Metz, um, I've known George about 10 years. We met at BNI, uh, City Biz BNI down in Warwick. And um, I actually, you know, spoke on George's behalf as a reference when they were trying to get some of their licenses because they do such a fantastic job. You know, I had uh, George and his crew move my parents back to Rhode Island from Pittsburgh, New Hampshire, uh, they did a great job, and I've had other folks use GMETs and Sons moving in storage. When you have a unique item, if it's a chandelier, or a harp, anything like that, they'll custom build a container for it. They also have storage, so if you're going to have hardwoods, 
uh, sanded and sealed in your home, you need to get the furniture out. They can come. They can pick up that furniture, take it, put it in storage for a couple of days until the floor is dry, and then they bring it back for you. Okay? And that's really important because it makes life a lot easier for you as a homeowner. And that's GMET's moving and storage. You know, the, you want to talk to... Um, uh, Amanda is the person, but they also have Tom who answers the phones there. And if you want to give them a call, their phone number is 401-383-6399. That's 401-383-6399. And tell them that you heard about them on the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. And um, they'll take extra good care of you. And I want to, let's see, my buddy um, Dave, he's uh, watching on Facebook Live. He's going to be listing his home uh, here in Woonsocket. He was a new buyer. Didn't know one thing. He used the seller's agent to buy the house. And she made Dave use her loan officer, her home inspector. Um, and that's another reason why you should work with your own buyer's agent. Okay? Because your buyer's agent is going to look out for you. All right? If I represent the seller and I say, oh, use this home inspector, that home inspector may, knowing that I represent the seller, may not disclose everything. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. But wouldn't you really be super sure they're going to look out for your best interest? The best way to do that is to work with a buyer's agent. Now, question. This is something um, I've been thinking about, and I think I'm going to know the answer before I ask it. Do you use a, um exclusive buyer agreement? Do I use one? Yeah. Um, yes. You so do. Oh, I, I do. love you. Yeah, so I do. Um, that's usually one of the first things we do. That is so awesome. Yeah. That is so awesome. I'm, you know, I've been telling myself for years, and I, I use them now, but not 100% of the time. And usually it's because, oh, you get to know someone, and now it's a friend, and I feel like, ugh. And so I don't, I, but it is, that is an excellent practice. So, folks, if you are a buyer and your realtor and Isabel or Joe or Don say, here, sign this buyer, exclusive buyer agreement. Sign it because they're looking out for you. They're going to invest time and energy, especially now, to help you buy a home. So it's not unreasonable to sign an, an exclusive buyer agreement. They're very important, you know. Now, do you um, take any deposit money from uh, your buyers when you do that? In some, no. par- in some parts of the country, they do that, folks. Like I know the National Association of Realtors, they advocate. They said that we as realtors should because we spend a lot of time and money driving around in gas. And then what happens is, so hypothetically, the buyer would provide a $300 deposit and then they get that money back at closing. So I've never you know, done that. I don't know anyone around here who has done that, any of our colleagues. But I know other parts of the country, they do that routinely. That's that interesting. Yeah, um, like, yeah. Like I said, I've never, I've never done it, but um, it's just one of those things, you know. Uh, procedures, you know, policies, protocols vary from state to state, or if it's a big state like state like California or Texas, even within the state, things do vary on how people do business and how they represent. Even in Massachusetts, you know, in, in some counties in Massachusetts. The attorneys draft the purchase and sales agreements. In others, they use the form, the standard form generated by the Mass Association of Realtors. You know, so there were different things like that that, you know, when you've been around and done enough deals, you'll know that, okay, this is the county in Massachusetts. 
that uses attorneys to generate the purchase contract. That actually makes our job a little bit easier because we don't have to spend the time or have our admin spend the time putting together the uh, purchase contract. Um, have you... Are you licensed in Mass? I am, You yeah. are. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. I was actually licensed in Mass first and then reciprocated into Rhode Island. Ah, very yep. good. Very good. Yeah. So now here's another curveball for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> are you going to get involved in leadership, like volunteering on committees or anything like that at some point? Yeah, so I've um, I've been looking into a few. Um, I've wanted to join a few groups. Um, I know that there is a like young I don't know YPN. what it is but young, yeah. yeah that's exactly what it is yeah um, I've wanted to look into joining them and yep. um, they're the only ones that I've really looked into so far but I definitely want to get in, involved yeah, it's, in it's, the again the, the greatest thing about you know getting involved in leadership volunteering is that you get to meet a lot of other really good realtors YPN is a great way you're you know I think YPN you, there really isn't a, you know an age ceiling I would certainly I've been invited to those things, but I'm, I feel I'm too old to go to a YPN event. Um, but it, it is a great event, and it's I'm a great committee, and it's a great way to get involved and then learn about other committees that you may want to get involved in. If you're passionate about, um, you know, uh, housing, you know, uh, federal housing laws, you can get involved in something like that. If you're passionate about legislative issues um, or just doing getting on like a committee that does that plans events. You know, there are committees for that as well. So it's it's a great way to you know kind of rub elbows, like I used to say, with the with the with the cool kids who were smarter than me, and that's how I learned a lot about the business. You know, when I first started. Definitely. So I would highly suggest that you do that, folks. We are coming up to the end of the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. We've had our guest tonight, Isabel Mata or Mota. How do you prefer it? Prefer it to be pronounced. Uh, Moda. Moda. Yeah. So I was okay. The third, In the middle. The third version. Yeah. Right. So Isabel Moda. Um, you know, I'm, 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 I speak Italian, so when I see something like that, I give it the Italian accent, whether it should have it or not. Um, so Isabel Moda, and she's with Engel and Volkers. Their office is soon to be open in East Greenwich. They have a temporary office in Warwick. Isabel, what is your phone number? Now, folks, everybody, get your pen and pencil out, or get your notes ready on your phone. What's the number? It's seven eight one. 361-2063. That's it. And you can text or call her at that number. She's also on Facebook. So you may want to reach out there if you have questions. Um, and she works at a great company called Engel and & Volkers. And the uh, principal broker is Emilio Despirito. Uh, I'm your host, Joe Luca from Remax Preferred. 401-232-4300 is our number. Don Morano is my partner. Our team is... Luca and Murano team at Remax Preferred. And I want to thank our great sponsors, John Dolbeck at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, uh, Anthony Betancourt and Rich Nicholson from Beacon Title and Escrow, and of course, George Metz from G Metz Moving and Storage. Uh, they do a fantastic job moving. We're grateful for our sponsors. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday, 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock, right here on WNRI 99.9 .9 FM. Take care, folks. See you then, and thanks to Isabel. Bye-bye.